The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaka's Audio Magazine. A warm welcome to the sixth edition of our podcast. Once a month, we explore the exciting world of chemistry. Today, we take a look at the multifaceted world of bonding. Bonding dates back to before the invention of the wheel. Even the Neanderthals used bonding about 50,000 years ago. They burned birch bark in the absence of air, which is referred to as carbonization. This produces a black, highly viscous liquid, pitch. Neanderthals and early Homo sapiens used pitch to fasten stone arrowheads to wooden shafts, for example. The Stone Age man found near Bolzano, Italy in 1991, referred to as Utzi, did just this 5,300 years ago. By the way, pitch is the first synthetic substance produced by mankind. 6,500 years ago, the Mesopotamians used asphalt, also an adhesive, in construction. They did not have to manufacture it, however, since they were able to mine it. The next adhesive to be discovered was glue. The Sumerians are credited with this invention. They produced glue from animal hides around 3000 BC. Paste is simply an adhesive made from plants. At first, wheat or rye flour was just mixed with water. More and more additives were included in order to possibly enhance the workability or durability of the paste. However, bonding is not only the oldest technique for fastening items. Bonding is also one of the most modern techniques for fastening items. Where does the preconception come from that bonding is only a stopgap measure? Presumably because people usually only bond things that are broken. We glue a loose heel back onto a boot, a broken handle back onto a cup, or a torn corner back onto a piece of paper. Actually, bonding has many advantages. When bonding two items, it isn't necessary to make any holes, as is the case if screws, nails, or rivets are used. And it is also unnecessary to heat the materials when bonding, which inevitably happens when soldering or welding. This prevents cracking, discoloration, and distortion of the material. Besides, bonded connections are smaller and lighter than those of other means of fastening items together. Thus, bonding is becoming increasingly prevalent. For instance, in modern ferries, the seats on the ship's deck are bonded and not screwed on. In today's automobiles, there is the equivalent of approximately a 100 meter seam of adhesives. The world's largest commercial aircraft, the Airbus A380, also makes extensive use of adhesives. And it doesn't end there. Medical science also uses adhesives. Dental implants are also affixed using an adhesive that hardens when subjected to UV light. You are perhaps familiar with this from when a dental assistant holds a small lamp to your mouth for just a few seconds. In contrast to conventional fillings, the bond can immediately be fully utilized. You can sink your teeth into a chocolate bar right after a dental appointment if you want to. Wounds are also increasingly being bonded together instead of being stitched. Cyanoacrylate is ideally suited for this, a substance we are familiar with as superglue. That it is water soluble is per se a disadvantage. With regard to treating wounds, however, this is actually an advantage. The adhesive is gradually dissolved by the skin's moisture. As the wound heals, the adhesive disappears. 
The annoying and painful pulling of stitches is eliminated. With the new Genioso range of products, Vacker has basic materials that enable users to manufacture modern adhesives that fulfill the most critical requirements. They can be easily processed, provide a reliable and durable bond, yet remain flexible at the same time. That is important in order to cushion movement of the bonded parts relative to each other without the bonded location yielding. Here, the alpha silane technology plays a key role for the Genio Sil product range. The Wacker researchers behind this were honored with this year's Alexander Wacker Innovation Award. The reason being that this enables the customizing of adhesives so that they can be adapted exactly to their intended application. Key components are alpha silane terminated polyethers, or STPE. They can be found in the Wacker product Geniosil STPE. This product offers another significant advantage. Alpha silanes react so quickly that it is possible to do without the tin catalysts that were previously required. This is an important aspect, as organotin compounds are potentially harmful to humans and the environment. Even more important, thanks to alpha silane, it is possible to forego usage of isocyanates as a crosslinker mechanism. This makes Genio Seal particularly interesting for use in installation foams. Installation foam? That, of course, is the filler that is applied as foam from spray cans and used to fill the gaps between door frames or window frames and the wall. Precisely. Every handyman is familiar with this material. After July 2009, however, the conventional polyurethane foam will no longer be available from hardware stores. The problem is that people can come into contact with isocyanates if polyurethane is improperly applied. Isocyanate is always emitted in minuscule amounts when the foam is sprayed. It also irritates the eyes, respiratory organs, and skin. Isocyanate can also lead to allergies in the long term. Thanks to alpha silane, for the first time, installation foams are now possible that forego isocyanate. This is a boon to both humans and the environment. To conclude this edition, we would like to return to where we started from on pitch. Our question of the month What is the difference between pitch, tar, and asphalt? Almost everyone can easily think of innumerable examples of pitch in a figurative sense. However, just what is this pitch material exactly? And is it the same thing as tar and asphalt? The three terms are often mixed up in everyday speech. Pitch and tar are indeed closely related, however. Both are derived by carbonizing wood or coal. In other words, wood is heated in an airtight container. Chemists refer to this as pyrolysis, breaking down a source material by applying heat. Tar is more fluid than pitch and is produced at as low as 250 degrees Celsius. Pitch is produced at somewhat higher temperatures and appears to be solid. Nevertheless, pitch is a liquid, although one that flows at an extremely slow rate. The technical term for this is highly viscous. As mentioned, in earlier times, pitch was used as an adhesive. Further uses included the sealing of containers and especially ships. Tar was equally important to shipbuilding, particularly for protecting wood against the elements. 
Tar was also used for road pavement. This has been banned in Germany since 1984, though. The reason is that tar contains numerous poisonous substances. These are released during processing and seep into the groundwater through rain runoff. Thus, today roads are paved with asphalt instead. Asphalt is an aggregate composed of bitumen and gravel. Bitumen itself is derived from crude oil. In the past, pitch was not only used in the pavement but also above the pavement. Stagecoach drivers used it to lubricate the wooden axles of their coaches. As a result, they were not nearly as loud, and a quicker pace of travel was possible. The expression "palm grease" for a bribe originated from the practice of hurried travelers paying a stagecoach driver to apply an extra amount of pitch to the axles. That's all for this month of the fascination of chemistry. You'll find more information on the internet at www.vaca.com/podcast. Tune in next month. Until next time. Vaca, creating tomorrow's solutions.